Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Well, Bangladesh and Pakistan arrived in a very chilly, cold New Zealand, but it's starting to warm up down in Christchurch, I'm led to believe. Craig McMillan, who's part of the Spark Sport crew, in the commentary, Maka, um, what do you make of the first the first round of games that we've seen so far? Yeah, good, Stephanie. They've been interesting. Um, better performance from New Zealand last night, um, but Bangladesh, as you've probably seen from the first couple of matches, are not the strongest opposition going around in T Twenty cricket at the moment. Pakistan, they're a dangerous side. They're going to be one of those teams that will certainly um, be up near the top of the table come the T Twenty World Cup. So. The interesting thing from New Zealand's point of view is that there's probably still more more questions and answers that, that have been solved from their first two games, and obviously the injury count is a real concern and a real, real worry when you're getting into a World Cup in just over a week's time. Yeah, I, I wanted, we'll do the injuries now then because I was going to bring that up. Uh, we saw Adam Milne go down again. I don't. It must be so frustrating to be him. Um, but I, I feel like he's got the fast bowler mindset but the spin bowler frame. <laughs> what does he have to yeah. do to stay on the park? Um, that's the million-dollar question because he just hasn't been able to do that over his career. It's been unfortunate. Um, you know, he last played for New Zealand something like 12 months ago. Um yeah, I feel really sorry for him. It's just been a wretched run. Um, you know, he's he's a fit guy. He works hard. The amount of rehab he's done over his career must be soul-destroying. Um, so that's a that's a big loss for New Zealand. Lockie Ferguson already under an injury cloud. So technically, of the 15 players that New Zealand selectors have picked for the World Cup, you've got three out injured at the moment with Daryl Mitchell with a broken hand. So question marks on whether he'll make the plane to Australia. I think he will, but Again, he's going to be going over there injured. And then you've got Lockie Ferguson and Adam Milne, your two quick bowlers, who are going to be so important in Australia where pace is so crucial, um, also injured. You've only got really 12-foot players, so that is a real concern. Yeah, uh, you probably couldn't pick three worse guys to get injured. You've touched on the Australian wickets, very conducive to pace bowling, and Milne, Ferguson gone. Mitchell, who... Uh, was one of our best at the last T20 World Cup. Yeah. Three key figures. So I guess the remaining games in this tri-series almost become trials for um, particularly the fast bowlers. Yeah, there's opportunities, isn't there? I, I guess the concerning thing, Steph, is that of those three players that are now injured, at least two of them would be in the starting lineup. Mm. Um, Adam Milne would be sort of 50-50 maybe, but maybe all three. Um, so, you know, when you're playing a tournament, it's your final preparation for a major tournament. You really want to have your best players, A, playing and on the field, and B, gaining some confidence from getting some form. New Zealand aren't going to do that. They're, they're going to be, um, I guess, just trying to find fit, fit players to, to get in that plane 11. Um, and there's going to be a lot of questions still to be unresolved, I think, at the end of the tournament. So... Um, there's some thinking to do. Um, we'll probably get some more news in the next 24 hours about um, if a replacement will come in for Adam Milne and who that might likely be, but um, certainly not the ideal preparation at this stage for New Zealand. If Milne and Ferguson did come right within two weeks, and boy, it's steaming up on us this World Cup, yeah. would, would there be a risk of including them that they'd go down again? Huge risk. Um, a massive risk, but it might be one that New Zealand are prepared to take because 
Australia's not far away from New Zealand, so it's one small plane flight if they do get re-injured. Um, I, I think they'll have to wait and see. Um, it'll be interesting to see if we do actually um, Lockie Ferguson, if he plays at all in this series. Um, but it's the nature of fast bowling, isn't it, Steph? You know, you see injuries worldwide. Jasper Bumrah from India, he's out of the World Cup. He's got a back issue. Um, these guys, the force, the velocity that goes through the body when they're bowling at the pace they do, um, longevity is not one of the things that usually comes with fast bowling, unfortunately. And then you get people like Trent Bolton, Tim Southey, who who've probably got another ten Ks in them, but they don't they don't do it, and therefore they they continue on. Um, what's what's below the Milne Ferguson? I mean, Duffy's been talked about. We're seeing a little bit of Blair Tickner, but not the out and out speed. Have we got any? Well, we don't have any ready made replacements. Have we got anyone that you think's knocking on the door? Yeah, Ben says is, is the name. Um, that comes to the fore. He went on the recent trip to Australia for the Chapel Hadley series. Um, he was also called up to the West Indies. He's got pace. So he's he's that guy that can bowl 145 clicks plus. The concern for him is that I think he is under an injury cloud as well. Um, <laughs> otherwise, he would be the replacement and called in. So it'll be interesting to hear perhaps over the next 24 hours his status and where he's at. But he's the logical replacement if he is fit. So again, Another question mark over that because he's a young kid, likes to bowl fast, can get up into that mid-140s, which is what you're going to need in Australia. Looking at the batting, um, Devin Conway just continues to impress, doesn't he? 36 against Pakistan, an unbelievable 70 not, 70 not out last night against uh, Bangladesh. Just, gosh, can can he just go to Gary Stead and say, I want to bat, I want to open, or I want to be three, or I want to be four? <laughs> because he is just so good to watch. He is. Yeah, he's a gun. Um, he's he's been terrific. And look, if there was any doubt about where he should bat, he needs to open in all formats, including Test cricket. And I know that one's probably up for debate. He's been at number four during the recent series in England, but I think opening's his best slot. I think he's a natural opener. And you can't say that around too many people. It's a difficult position to actually master. But he is. Um, he just makes every post a winner every time he goes out to the middle. There's a real calmness about the way he plays. Um, you, you, when he doesn't score runs, um, it's a surprise, isn't it? So I just like the way he goes around his, about his innings. I think it's a good combination, actually, at the top with Finn Allen, who's just going to go out and blaze it from ball one um, and put bowlers on notice. And then you've got the calmness and the control of Devin Conway at the other end. So, um, yeah, he's, he was superb last night. Um, Kane Williamson's still a little bit of a worry. He still looks scratchy, doesn't he? He's, Hasn't played a lot of cricket in the last 18 months and I think he's one of those players that needs game time um, to find that form and he just hasn't been able to do that. So it's been really stop-start in terms of the amount of cricket he's played in recent times. And I'm pretty sure that's affecting him. I think the elbow injury is okay now, so that, that's good that mentally he's got been able to get past that. But yeah, it'd be nice to see that fluent um, New Zealand captain that we're so used to because we haven't seen him for a while. Where to for Martin Guptill? Where does he fit in this? Good question. Um, at this stage, I think he's on the sidelines. I think um, it looks like they... Well, obviously, Conway's a starter, and I think that you have to play Finn Conway... Um, sorry, Finn Allen, because he's an X-factor player. Staffy, he doesn't have any baggage of previous years of getting beaten down by mm. the likes of Australia and that. He doesn't have that. He's got a freshness, so... 
Um, and he can change a game so quickly. With the, I mean, strike rate of 170 is beyond world class. Yes, he's still got some tougher opposition to come up against, but um, you have to give him that opportunity. So um, it will be interesting to, to see. Uh, if anyone does get injured, then you've got Martin Gupta, who's been a terrific servant for a long period of time for New Zealand cricket, that can jump in and fill those shoes. But I think um, at the moment it looks like that the Allen-Conway combination, opening combination is the one they're going to go with. Uh, and a couple of nice cameos in the, over the weekend. Um, Glenn Phillips, Mark Chapman, Phillips last night just showing just the absolute explosive nature. Um, we ran out of total to chase down just to see how good that could be last night. 23 not out. And uh, against Pakistan, Chapman with a nice 32. Yeah, well, Chapman's an interesting one, Steph, because, again, he probably wouldn't have played that first match barring the injury to Daryl Mitchell. Mm. And you think of the opportunities Daryl Mitchell got over the winter because of the injuries to Henry Nichols and various others and, and how he grabbed that with both hands. So Mark Chapman's been on the fringe for a number of years and, and he's a really good T20 player and he showed that the other night. So glad for him that he's getting an opportunity and I'm sure that when those guys have been sitting on the sidelines, seeing the other guys in the plane 11 perform time and time after time, when they do get an opportunity, the hungry staff, they, they know that they have to make the most of it because they might not get another one. So that was a good knock from him the other night. So he, he'll be a good good player in that middle order. Glenn Phillips is, uh, I love watching Glenn Phillips bat. Mm. I, I love watching him feel when he's got the microphone on as well because there's always something <laughs> happening. We were interviewing the other night, he was falling over, missing balls, dropping catches. But he's entertaining and he's got that explosive power. So he's a guy that's probably made his way on the T20 side, but he has to be a New Zealand's one day side now. They have to find room for him. Played that last Chapel Hadley match and played nicely. So. Um, he's a guy that New Zealand has to invest in because I think he should be one of the key batters that we have at the next year's World Cup. I can hear the starter on the Clearwater t- uh, box uh, asking you to the first tee. So, <laughs> so one more question, Craig McMillan. Um, is Michael Braceful? I, I watch him play and I scratch my head with him all the time. It's like he's going to be amazing and then he's quiet and then he's good again. He's a bowler, he's a batsman. I just can't figure him out. Valuable member? Very valuable because of the skill set he offers, Steph. He's, he's a power hitter. That shot he played the other night against Pakistan was poor. First ball trying to do a little fiddly lap. That, that's not him. That's not his game. His game is to come in with brute power and hit the ball as far as he can. And we've seen him do that a number of times over the winter. You remember that 100 he scored against Ireland to get New Zealand home when they had no right at all to win that match. Um, so he's just got to work out... and. and given clear indications of the role and how he's going to play if he does that um, there's no one in New Zealand that hits the ball further perhaps very similar to a Jimmy Neesham in terms of that just raw power that those two players have mm. in terms of his bowling it's still a work on um, he came into the side as a batting all-rounder who bowled a bit and now with his role on the side sort of batting seven and, and bowling he's almost a bowling all-rounder who bats a bit so he's, he gives the, the captain and the coach some flexibility but I think he's a really important and pivotal player in this New Zealand T20 side. Last thing, where's your confidence level for this World Cup for New Zealand? Taking into account the injuries, we don't know if they'll make it back or not. What you're seeing out on the park in New Zealand conditions, transferring it to Australian conditions. Um, Semi-finalists? Hmm. That would be a big ask. That first game against Australia is crucial. If you win that... um, then that gives you a very good chance of getting through the semi-finals. If you don't win that, 
then you're up against it. So it's, it's almost a knockout match straight up, um, that first game at the SDG. I'm lukewarm on where New Zealand are now, A, with the injuries, um, also the lack of form of certain players. Um, I just think that um, we're not quite where we were, what was it, just over 12 months ago when we actually did make the finals of the T20 World Cup. So um, if everyone catches a bit of form and, and um, there's some fireworks, then you never know in T20 cricket staff, but I think the semi-finals might be um, a big ask for the New Zealand side. Good man. Go drive for show, putt for dough. That's your <laughs> mantra. You know, grip it and rip it. Well, yes, mate. It's all about the putting, not the driving. <laughs> Good man. Thanks for joining us. Cheers, mate. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 91.